Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball, episode 683. We got second half draft. We got youth baseball. Jake's too famous to be here. The kids are here. Let's go. Someone throw me a pitch. Double. Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. Like I said, Jake is just so famous, he's doing NASCAR stuff. Now, Jimmy's humping like a rabbit, putting kids out every other day, so he's at home with the fam. It's me, Biebers, and Charlie <laughs> Joining us today, I'm actually really stoked to do this because, look, it's episode 683. Jimmy, Jake, and I, and Biebs, like that crew's done so many shows together that sometimes it's fun. You know, to step outside the box to bring some new people in. And Jolly, not like you're a new guy. I mean, you're like a mainstay at the John Boy Media offices now. Um, but to step in on talking baseball, I really appreciate it, number one. And number two, I'm excited for the fans of the show uh, to get to hear some of your thoughts. Because I do believe they're probably like more statistic grounded, statistically grounded than maybe a... A Jake's Toriali? I think that's fair to say. <laughs> well, I mean, Jake's so anyways, got his book of research. How are you doing? I'm good, man. I mean, I just had a week in Maine, which was wonderful. Week vacation. Didn't work on anything. Didn't look at his screen. Had a Modelo on the beach every day. Really loved it. And then I drove home six hours, got the text from BBD that I was getting called up to the big leagues, getting the nod for the start on Monday morning. So I'm feeling good, man. And we got a good episode planned. We do. I appreciate you taking that call. Uh, Maine with some Modellos. That's right up my alley. Beavers. what you got, man? How are you doing? How was your weekend? Weekend was good. We, uh, because we recorded this show on Thursday, it got weirdly like Friday, Saturday, like normal weekend because we work Sunday. And then, you know, Jake's so famous, stepped in <laughs> on Talking Yanks. I had, to, I had to go find us a guest. So I grabbed I grabbed John Boy. So that was a big get for Talking Yanks. <laughs> um so yeah, and that was a good episode, despite the Yankees ruining their road trip. Don't talk about the Yankees so much. Um, yeah, it's been been a good weekend, and I'm excited for the episode we have slated for today. Mm. A little bit of behind the scenes. Uh, we were trying to figure out what to do with today's episode because we knew that Jake wasn't going to be here, and Jimmy, like I said, is at home with the fam. So I tried my best to get my former agent, currently Shohei Otani's agent, on the show and i think he's just a little hesitant to come out i mean it's a big couple of months for that whole crew come up here <laughs> the next six months are going to play out um probably pretty positively in their manner but i don't think uh he wanted to come on just yet i'm still going to push and push and maybe on a later talking baseball episode yeah. uh I would, he'll get there, I, would have, but, I would imagine at least like put the pressure on him at least after like tell us how it's all oh down. yeah and that yeah. all happens why not after Can't for do any sure. I want, I want after. before. Before would be really cool. And uh, shout out Dalton. He had a bachelor party this weekend, so the other part of that saga was like, well, we we would have had to prep the sheet ourselves. Everyone's just taking time off these days. It's, huh? been, a, it's been a time yeah. off week. Baseball, not me. Sport. And this one's brought to you, by the way, this this uh, draft we're about to do is brought to you by SeatGeek. As this whole show is brought to you by SeatGeek. Use code TALKIN, $20 off your first order. This is what I tell people. Yes, there's all sorts of stuff going on. You can go to a play. 
You can go to a concert, all this stuff, but we're a baseball show. Shohei Otani is probably going to come to a city near you at some point during the summer. Please just go see him play. That's all I'm asking. Just go see this guy play. There's other superstars out there, but specifically for me, go see Shohei Otani. Use SeatGeek. Big green bubble means good. Red bubble, bad. It's so easy that Famous Jake can use it. That's what we always say. Yeah, it's so, so easy. So download the app, SeatGeek, code talking for $20 off. Now let's get to this draft. I think what we're going to do is four rounds, snake draft. We plan on answering the question, who's going to have the most wins mm. in the second half of the Major League Baseball season? We've seen what happened in the first half. There's been some surprises. Hello, Arizona Diamondbacks. Mm-hmm. I don't know if the Texas Rangers are necessarily a surprise. A lot of people like them preseason, except for me. I'd still uh, say Cincinnati Reds. Okay, Cincinnati be, Reds, surprise. Reds, Yankees, surprisingly bad. Wow. Yeah. Just kidding. I'm a, I'm a Yankees hater. I'm Everyone knows that. But we're going to do this. And But before we start, we have to decide an order. So we have a random number generator up, one through 100. Um, I like to just write the number down and then show it. Yes, we. That, I guess we could. That doesn't even matter because don't run the number generator until we put our numbers. Mm. Yeah, we will. We will announce our numbers. I'm prepping Google right now. Um, Can you read that? You've you've taken. Believe 45. that's forty five. Believe that's forty five. I've taken forty five. In honor of my friend Tyler Skaggs. See, I was gonna put forty three, but I didn't write it, so now I feel weird. Now you, you can, can take forty three. Like I'm gonna take forty three then. I think. I'll, if you take forty six beavers, I'm gonna fight <laughs> you. No, I'll take I'll take the I will take go for an over, but it'll be sixty nine. Okay, cool. Um, and I Very will mature. hit generate. Jolly is my witness. You see this too? No way you can see this. Trev. My Suarez right now. Fifty. So I think Trev, you you have earned the right to select your spot. Wow, I'm gonna go lead off. I think that's wow. the because I have one ready to go, one in the chamber. Trev, I mentioned this before. Do you do you think there's a consensus one one? Because I do. I, it depends what you're looking at. I think there's a lot of good teams uh, with some momentum. Mm. I think there. I think there's. Here's the thing we're gonna have to talk about. We're gonna have to talk about strength of schedule, which is you know sort of means something momentum mm. um how you played in the first half injuries and then also i think this is the biggest caveat to this whole draft is going to be who's going to add mm. who's going to subtract if we're just talking straight up rosters now that's a different type of draft I, i'm thinking in the future because it is a simulation and basically the future is now there's no such thing as the present or the future or the past it's just one big magnetic pull from the from the spaces uh whatever i just said i don't know what i'm talking about when anymore. jake's but not here you just get philosophical that was crazy i just said a bunch of words that made no <laughs> sense at all um that's what's going on right now but i'm taking the first pick i and i believe jolly's take, next i'm gonna yes. take the second pick because i just feel like that's that's comfy you know mm. get nice in the middle every round and i think i can still sneak my one one at one two because i don't know what's going through trev's go brain through. i have no idea yeah, okay. I'm uh, and I'm happy you did that because I just hate being in the cycle of the two pick. Not really? not because okay. I'm uncomfortable with the selections, but yeah, yeah, you just always got to be on. You're a wraparound guy. We all know. I like this. to wrap around. I think I would have. I think I would have picked three, four, 
I don't know. I think we've stumbled into what might be a consensus one. Who I, I, I'm guessing I won't get Maybe now. Not. Maybe we'll not. see. I'm curious. And uh, before we get going with the first pick of the draft by Trevor Plouffe, oh. this whole draft is brought to you by Blue Moon. We it's Fourth of July tomorrow. I think some blue yes. moons might be passed around. Could be uh, either yes. here, either amongst us, probably at whatever gathering you at home Mom's uh, birthday. attend. Shout out, mom. Shout out, mom. My birthday soon. I don't know if anyone wants to. <laughs> we'll be in Seattle the next day. I don't know if you guys want to like be nice to me. Uh, oh wow! Okay. Blue moon created a course field. We were talking pre-show about how that's been a talking point, and we like that. I feel like we should have known that forever. That's like really cool. We like baseball. Blue Moon loves baseball. America's pastime deserves a bold, unique beer. Make it your one-of-a-kind baseball tradition, whether you're at the park or watching from home. With its refreshing with its refreshing flavor, mm, mm. Valencia orange peel for the subtle sweetness and hints of coriander. Blue Moon Belgian-style wheat ale is a one-of-a-kind beer that's made brighter. It's carefully crafted and full-flavored with refreshing notes and a smooth, creamy finish. Blue Moon isn't just another beer. It's a whole different experience. Keep baseball traditions alive with Blue Moon Belgian-style wheat ale. It's a one-of-a-kind one every time. That's, that's a guarantee by them. Mm. Visit get.bluemoonbeer.com slash baseball to find Blue Moon delivery options for you. That's get.bluemoonbeer.com slash baseball. Blue Moon made brighter. Celebrate responsibly. Blue Moon Brewing Co. Golden, Colorado. Get it delivered. They make it so easy these days. I love it. Got delivery options. Links. The, in the only good thing, or one of the only good things that came out of COVID, was the fact that you can get beer delivered to your doorstep. <laughs> now they kept that one. They're like, we're not going back. Greatest country in the world. Yeah that that's Greatest one of the changes the that world. we kept, and that was that was smart. All Shout right, out Blue Moon. Oh. All right, with the first overall pick, and I'm curious to see if this was your consensus 1-1 as well, because now that I'm thinking about it, there's a couple ways you can go. The Atlanta Braves are an absolute <laughs> wagon. Like, they, they're just so much better than every other team. I mean, Jolly, I know, you're an NL East guy. Like, they're just so much better than the Mets. Dude. They're just so much better than anybody in the league. I just watched them bludgeon teams. Day the Marlins feeling hot, feeling good, went into Atlanta like after a sweep in Boston, bludgeoned completely. It's crazy. I could take them. I could take them right now. I could take the Minnesota Twins, who have the easiest strength of schedule going Ooh, forward. Trevor the Homer. But I'm gonna tell you something right now. I'm not gonna take either of those teams. I believe there's a team just awaiting in the wings, ready to go. I think you found the guy. I think, the I, would have taken I think we're on the same page. Now, according to our strength of schedule page, which doesn't mean everything, there are the 27th easy. What does that mean? Toughest. So 27th one, two, toughest, so fourth, the fourth easiest. Easiest remaining schedule. They have some guys that have been on the IL that are coming back soon. Uh, an MVP type player. Their pitching is intact. It's looking really good. Their offense is the thing that hasn't really come around just yet, but it's on its way back. I'm taking the Houston Astros yeah. to run through the league in the second half. Right now, the Houston Astros are 46 and 38 for a 548 winning percentage. That's not going to continue. 548, not good enough for the Houston Astros. 
I expect him to play closer to 600 ball the rest of the way. Jordan Alvarez is swinging in the cage right now. He's the guy I was talking about. He's swinging at about 60%. Uh, should be back soon. When he comes back, it changes everything. He's a guy that can literally carry an offense by himself, um, but he's not going to need to because there's other pieces there uh, that will continue to go. You know him. It's all familiar faces. You know the Astros. You've seen him play ball before. You understand that this team can put together extreme runs with the strength of schedule, with getting your Don back, with knowing that it's go time in the second half. Like They're about to start their season because that's what the Astros do. I'm taking them with the one overall. I mean, that's what I was thinking. You took the words out of my mouth. They were kind of head and shoulders above everybody else. Yeah, with them, I mean, it's kind of a game of who's going to play the Royals and A's a lot in the second half, which is not a super fun game to play, but they get those two teams 13 times in the second half. Mm. And I feel like that's a lot of their games, a definitive factor in all of it. Also, one thing I wanted to point out, Last year, they were a better second-half team, too. I'm not sure that they had the same struggles and all that, same Mm -hmm. adversity, but they have a track record of turning things on as the season goes on. Yeah, they. I think I would imagine over the last few years they've been kind of a second-half team, and and a a big theme in the teams I've scouted is is how much urgency is there to their season, and and they're pretty Mm -hmm. securely going to be part of the playoff mix, but they're not in first place right now, and they're... That's not a position they've really been in the last several years. There, there's extra. There's even more incentive for them to win than normal. Series with the Rangers coming up this week that doesn't count for uh, this draft. But uh, yeah, right now they're they're four games back of Texas. There's they're going to have some urgency in the second half that we haven't had to worry about with them. Man, I wish I had the first pick because now I'm kind of lost. That was like the reason I took the second pick was hoping that Trev would be a homer and take the Twins, and then I could steal oh. the Astros. I mean, I watched the Twins a lot, so <laughs> I wasn't going to take them one overall. No offense to my guys. Might be able to get them later. They're on the board. They're definitely on the board. That's a nice hat. Now i got to think, because i got some some unorthodox picks going here, but I could play it safe. I definitely could play it safe. I think with the second overall pick in the second half wins draft, I'm not going to go... Uh, strength of schedule pick here i'm going to avoid that for the time being and i'm going to take a team that is a proven titan of the national league is always in the conversation at the end of the season and uh, has not played their best baseball yet in my opinion that is the los angeles dodgers bbd gets his one and two snaked which is tough yeah they have the 15th easiest strength of schedule which is about you know halfway through all the teams in baseball They got eight against the Rockies. They got nine games against the trio of the Nats, A's, and Tigers. And they're getting some guys back. I believe in this team in September because we could see Walker Buehler back on the mound in September. We could see Blake Trinan back on the mound in their bullpen in September, which has been kind of disappointing. I feel like their reinforcements and kind of the the gelling of the team, plus whoever they buy at the deadline, because we all know they're going to be buying at the deadline, I think the Dodgers are a safe bet to have a really strong second half, maybe steal away the NLS, but assuredly make the playoffs. 46 and 37 right now. Again, this is a team that's accustomed to winning their divisions, uh, similar to the, how the Astros uh, feel. Uh, and they're sitting in second place behind the Arizona Diamondbacks, who have been playing great ball. But I agree with you that there, there are going to be additions to this team, whether it's guys getting back healthy. I think Daniel Hudson's another guy that maybe just circled. Back. The bullpen has been a big issue for them 
Um, you know, they've, they've been dealing with starting pitching injuries as well, but they've had some guys step up. Uh, Sheehan's looked really good for them uh, in his brief uh, major league career. Kershaw's going to win a Cy Young again, I guess. Are you kidding um, I, I, I believe fully in this team as well that there's a couple teams here that just kind of understand the assignment and maybe haven't played their best baseball yet, but this is a second half draft. Exactly. So I like that pick with the number two. They're One last thing I want to add. For 162. I had a fun little stat about the Dodgers. Another second half stat. Last two years, only team in baseball to have a higher than 700 winning percentage in the second half last two huh. years. Crazy. So that's the last two years combined? Yep. 704 in 2021, 708 last year. Ooh, I like Dang. that stat. 111 games they won last year. They're only yep. at 46 now through the halfway point. So, yeah. Might fall short of they're that gonna number, catch fire. but think they're... They're a good pick. Similar to Houston, not currently in first place. There's a level of urgency behind them to actually win games in the second half that we haven't had to see from them before. And I'm faced with some interesting choices on on my back-to-backs here. Yeah, Um, I think it's a step down now a little bit. Yeah, it's... So I think there's room for one safe pick and then the first real... We're taking a chance pick. I like um, that. With the first pick, clean up the first round. The one I had my three first round picks that were I would pick. Uh just the Atlanta Braves are a wagon. I, I don't see a fall off for them. They're potentially the most complete team. Uh and I love what they're about. So I will take the Atlanta Braves. Uh Dude, we Jake and I just did this on on Wake and Jake that isn't out yet because we pivoted to here. But like, look at that NL All Star. I was gonna say roster. Look at all the infielders. Eight. All these infielders that either are on the Braves right now or were on the Braves World Series team. Sean <laughs> Sean Murphy, Orlando Arcia, uh, Freddie Freeman, Austin Riley. Matt Olson, Ozzy Albies, Dansby Swanson. It's all not, it's all were on the World Series team or are currently on the Braves. By the way, they have Ronald Acuna, who who very well might be NL MVP. Uh, so he's also an All Star. Multiple pitchers make the cut. Uh, Max Fried hasn't even been like part of this season yet. He's really good. So Braves are just really. Really good, really complete. If you have a friend that's a fan of an NL East team, make sure you check on them this mm-hmm. next decade because it's it's going to be a long 10 years because all these guys are not going anywhere. They're all locked up. It's crazy. They've done such a good job with, yes, keeping this core together and they continue to add. To the, they already had like a nice core in Atlanta. And then they went out and got Matt Olson and Sean Murphy. And we're like, well, let's just add you guys to this mixture. And um, like you said, they're going to be together for a long time. I love that we're picking this team, and we keep saying this team's like the best team in baseball, although they don't even have the best record in baseball. So Tampa Bay Rays fans might be yelling at their screens mm. right now, what about us? <laughs> uh, but yes, this uh, this Braves team is, they don't care about strength of schedule. They're better than everybody else. So why would they even look at that? Um, that's a good pick. Number three pick? That's number what it was? Pick. Number three. I okay. got one more thing on the Braves. Just want to shout out Mike Soroka. Got his first win since 2019 recently in this last week. So good for Mike Soroka. Nice to have him back. 
I have changed my mind on on this pick, on this wraparound, first pick of the second round, several times since I picked the Braves. Mm. I have like two and a half teams I'm considering. One of them I know for sure wouldn't make it back to me. So I think I'm going to pick them and take my chances on maybe that other team sneaking back around. Um and we did just shout them out. I, I will take the Tampa Bay Rays. I, I okay. They are a team that doesn't have the urgency factor I've been looking for. Neither do the Braves. So that's like all my scouting kind of out the window. Um, but they're just so good. They're so deep. They find ways to win games, even if they were to lose that depth. They're not going to be a bad team in the second half. Um, so I go. I get two safe picks uh, off the board in the first two rounds. Yeah, I mean, those are great picks. You picked the two best teams in baseball. There's no reason to suggest why they won't continue to be the two best teams in baseball. Yeah. Uh, Braves, I, can, I can't Braves. say I necessarily believe in them to have the two best records of the second half, but they will have good records. Yeah. Uh, so Don't look now. What do you think the Rays' record was last year? Last year, I think they won 90 games. Fever. <sighs> I feel like they... Cause they they made the playoffs. They were the last wild card team. I do remember. Oh that. yes, because they, they played Cleveland. I think they had eighty-eight, eighty-six, and seventy-six no last really? year. And they had everything go wrong last year. Yeah, and they, and they a lot of injuries. So I'm curious. I mean, look, they got off to such a great start. The offense has been otherworldly. I talked to Cash about that. Like, what's what has been the most surprising thing about this year uh, in, in a year that a lot of things have been going their way? And I guess, you know, there's been some surprises there. He said the offense being as good as it has been. I mean, slugging, getting on base, being able to run the bases. The team really does it all. They're, they're so much fun to watch. You watch them play ball. It's like, this is how you want your team to watch or want your team to play. And there's a bunch of teams like that around the big leagues right now. Maybe not with the power that the Rays have. Um, but that are playing this aggressive type of baseball. So I, I, I love I love the pick. Glasnow's back. Um, yeah. I agree. Like There's just not a lot to suggest that they'll <laughs> fall off. I don't know if they're going to keep this pace mm. necessarily. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't see the pace. That's why I... But close I, to it, I mean... It won't be a huge fall off. That's why I wasn't necessarily excited to make the pick. Just... They're really good already, and... and Hey, Orioles are are yapping behind them. Yeah, I have to believe in the Yankees eventually making a push. They got to they got to keep going. They're in a tough division, but they're the reason that division's so tough. I think it's worth think, mentioning the Rays have the second hardest strength of schedule left, right up there with the Colorado oh, Rockies. Jolly, they don't care. They don't care. The Rockies. I don't think Poor the Rockies. Rockies were getting picked. Or Rockies. But um, if, they, if you were thinking about them, I think they're out after that number. <laughs> Sorry, Kelsey. The Rays know they don't want to be in the wild card round. Nobody wants to be in the wild card round. Like a three game set to decide your future is not great. They would do fine in it with the pitching and the team that they have. But I think once you experience it, you're like, let's go win a division. Let's go get out of the wild card round. Um, so the Orioles being right behind them, the Yankees, you know, hoping to catch fire a little bit and to keep pushing them, I think is a good thing for your pick, Beaver. So 
Yeah. Congrats on your wraparound picks. We had Astros one, Dodgers two, Braves three, Tampa four, on pick five now. Mm-hmm. We haven't had any real surprises yet. No, the the other team I'm picking would have got, I, I was considering would have gotten a reaction, I think, but I, they have a chance to survive to me. Uh, Ray, Rays have one, two, three, four, five, six guys with double digit homers. That's insane. Only three all stars for the Rays, too, which is seems well. I think Wander's gonna get in, there'll be better. some fill ins, but if they, yeah, if he doesn't, uh, no, I wouldn't Esau mind that guy. Come wouldn't on. mind those guys playing with even more of a chip on their shoulder in the second half for my pick. <laughs> all right. I'm gonna put some spice in our draft because I think oh, I please. think our draft needs a little bit of a little bit of zest. So I think it's going to come down to which AL Central poison do you want to pick? Because they both have Ooh. good cases, in my opinion. And I think whichever one I pick, I think Trev's taking the other one right after. And I'm going to let him, I'm going to, I'm going to put the pressure on you. Because if you don't take your boys with the six or the seven, I think you're going to hear some things because I'm going to take the Cleveland guardians at number five. And I know that might be a shocking pick because they have the 11th hardest strength of schedule remaining. But here is what I'll say last year. They went 46 and 44 in the first half, kind of a sluggish first half around 500. Didn't really look like they were going to run away with anything. 46 and 26 in the second half. These are the young guys that I think are ready to make a run. They've played better ball recently. They're, they've won eight of their last 12 games, so they're back at 500 now. I think a big X factor for them that they have been missing, every fifth day they have not had Sticks McKenzie on the mound, and he should be back in August. So if Cleveland buys a little bit or stands pat, whatever it might be, and they add him back to that rotation, I think they're a weapon, and I think they have a pretty easy schedule outside of the top-heavy teams they have to play. They got 10 games against the Royals, seven against the White Sox, seven against the Tigers. So if you beat the guys in your division that aren't the Twins, I think you put yourself in a pretty good spot. And I kind of just believe in them because one of the AL Central teams kind of has to go. I don't really think there's going to be like a 81-game winner in the division. I think some team will step up and eventually take the crown and I think I'm betting on Cleveland over Minnesota. Sorry, Trev. <laughs> you don't have to apologize to me. <laughs> I think Cleveland, it could go either way for them, to be honest with you. If they're thinking about shopping Shane Bieber, that's a huge blow uh, to their cost. I don't know why they would. I've heard rumors of that. <laughs> if I was the GM there, I'm not trading my guy when the division is up for grabs like this. Look, the Twins... I'm not taking it with my next pick. Wow. Just FYI. Okay. <laughs> Look, I I cover this team. Uh, they have some real offensive problems right now. We The pitching staff is great. I mean, it's been one of, if not the best starting rotations in all of baseball. And you can't just say that all the time with the Twins organization. Uh, so with this with this division up for grabs, I, I, I wouldn't trade those guys. Uh, we have... Uh, a little bit of life from that Cleveland offense coming. Uh, you know, Naylor's been doing his thing. Josh Bell's, I think, I think been hitting a little bit better as of late. Jose Ramirez has kind of done his thing. Yep. Um, and maybe some of those guys who were kind of heroes last year, maybe they pick it up in the second half as the adjustments get made. Uh, looking at you, Quaner, out there. So, Jimenez. I like it. We got to have a wild card in the mix, man. We can't just be playing it safe all day. And if it pans out, this is looking like a nice pick. 
I I'm probably gonna play it safe, but I'm glad you did that. <laughs> on on Cleveland and Shane Bieber stuff, like I don't know. I understand that's the way they like do things. I this is when they trade that guy. This is what that's what Chris Rose always says. This is when they do. I'm like, why? Like a year and a half. They're they're a team that like kind of doesn't care about what you would think is happening this year. Like they will do what's best for the organization. But like I don't know. Not like his numbers to this point in the season are like so stand out that it's like he's at an all time high value mm. and like and like a team's gonna be like all over themselves to do it. He's still probably the best pitcher that would be available if he is. Yeah. But, uh, probably. Giolito. Um, so it's just, it'd be a, a weird time. If I were them, I wouldn't do it. And one more thing to the Twins credit, Trev, you mentioned their rotation before. This is their best starting pitcher ERA staff since 2005, not counting 2020. Yeah. So it's literally the best in two decades. And they just can't. And they can't fucking hit. hit the ball right now. <laughs> Jorge Polanco back soon though. That is a bit. He's like the glue. We don't make this a talking twins, bro. I'm just saying, man. I don't get I to talk I'll a lot about AL it. Central ball in my time. Come on, heart and soul guy. <laughs> so is this the sixth pick then? And I have yeah, two. You have six you and two. seven right here. Oh well, okay. The first pick I think is. Uh, I guess you would consider it safe, you know, if you just kind of look back into uh, to what happened last year with this team, kind of the way they're going right now. I believe they are nineteen and eleven in their last twenty. Uh, it's a roster full of stars uh, that have been performing decent. They have some room to grow. There's one guy in particular who was my second favorite player in the big leagues who hasn't performed up to standards. He's an investor in our company. I'm taking the Philadelphia yeah. Phillies, baby. <laughs> this is go time for them. Um, like I mentioned, their last 20 games, eight games over 500. Um, the starting pitching has actually been pretty good. Taiwan Walker's kind of like turned it on. Ranger Suarez has done his thing. Wheeler's done his thing. Nola has been... Okay, I think he's got room for improvement. I mentioned the lineup. There's some guys. Harper, I think, can still go a little bit better than he's gone. Castellanos has had a great year. He got named to the All-Star team. So congrats yeah. to Castellanos. We didn't think he had a chance, but he made it. That's awesome. He's been um, and low-key great this year. Like yes. 300, Trey Turner. batting average. Didn't have that on the board for him. Yes. Trey Turner right now has an OPS plus of 88. What? Oh. 687 regular old OPS 304 on base percentage. Like there's he's going to go. He talked about a swing change, a mechanical adjustment with his leg kick, kind of like getting back to that. Cause that's what he, that's how he feels comfortable. This is the team that I, that last year turned it on in the second half. I think in June, they started going as soon as Harper went out and topper came in, they started winning a lot of baseball games. I could see the exact same thing happening to them again. I think, well, they're not going to catch the Braves. No. They're not going to catch the Braves. So they are going to have to go in the wild card round. Uh, they're not afraid of that because they just did that last year. But I think there is incentive for them to play better ball, to make sure that at the end of the season they're not scraping to get into the playoffs. They just want to kind of be able to set themselves up for that playoff round. I think that's important uh, not to have to go – Full go at the end of the year. So whether that means they add maybe a, a bullpen piece 
here or there. The bullpen's actually been decent in the back end. Like the higher, higher leverage guys have been pretty good. Um, but they want to be sitting there with like a week left saying, we're in the playoffs. Mm. So let's start to get ourselves ready for this three-game playoff set that we're going to have to go through. Uh, so I'm taking the Phillies. Right now, what did I say there? Their standings. Right now, Trev, they 44 are, and 39. They are they are the other team I was considering <laughs> with that four pick. Um, I like what they're about, obviously, if you know my history. Um Phillies infield, baby. Phillies infield, always believe, and just right now they're a game and a half out of a wild out of a wild card spot with two teams between them yeah. and a spot. So there is urgency there. They they still have another gear they can they can turn on to and have like fully fully banger month. They had the they have the second best record since the start of June. Uh, the Braves are in first, twenty three and four since June one. Obviously, uh, but the Phillies are nineteen and nine since June first. Second yeah, best. I got a. Uh, I got two league. things on the Phils. One, I think that if you add a starter to this team via trade, that takes them to a new level because they're one through four. We know them and love them. They've been really good recently, especially. Their five has been shared by like Bailey Falter, Christopher Sanchez has four starts, Dylan Covey, White Sox legend, he's got a start in there. If they can find a fifth guy to just give them 15 reliable starts in the second half, that changes the formula for them. And then my other thing is, without looking, where do you guys think that the Phillies rank per team home runs in baseball? Team homers. Team homers. In my mind, I don't think they have a lot of homers. Um because some of the the slug is down. Right. That would mean to me that they don't have a lot of homers. I'm gonna go middle of the pack, John. I'm gonna go fifteenth. Fifteenth, beeps. Yeah, there's some gamesmanship of the question where I'm like, well, I think you're asking yeah. because I'm gonna be disappointed <laughs> in in them. I I would have guessed they were a top ten homer team, but let's I would I'll, let's say they're like twelfth. I'll take a, an over on Trev's number. Remember when you said the Rays had eight different hitters with double digit home runs? The Phillies have two, and they are eighteenth in baseball for team home runs. So this is a team that literally mashed their way to the World Series last year. Every big moment they had came via the home run. And that, I think, is the key. they got to get guys to start slugging the ball again. I think they have more home games, games than away games uh, in the second half, and that could work to their advantage. But, yeah, only two dudes. It's Castellanos and Schwarber. Now, now, Bryce Harper has three homers in 51 games. Which is nuts, and no one's talking that. about it. That's crazy. I mean, I know he's playing injured. He hasn't hit a home run since May 25th. And they've been playing fine, which is kind of scary. Like, if Bryce Harper goes, they could really Is he hurt? What do you mean he's playing injured? He just can't throw. I know, but that's got to affect you in some capacity, right? I refuse to believe that he's just swinging fine. I love my pick even more now. (laughs) If they have not hit homers yet. Bryce specifically hasn't hit homers yet. That's crazy. it's a good and his numbers are good outside of that like and it would be way less because Schwarbo went off in June like he always does so it's he has twenty two homers the next highest is twelve twelve 
Holy I mean, home, homers are not everything, but for the Philadelphia Phillies, that is like their lifeline. That's their blood. Com- coming into the year, like there and what they were last year, they were probably the team everyone would say, pick one team that relies too much on homers or is going to really, is, is going to hit a ton of homers. And you probably would have said the Phillies. I wouldn't have said the Rays wouldn't before the season. The all right, let's get off the Phillies. Yeah, we're because <laughs> I got a wraparound pick here, and I and I think that this one is either going to look make me look like a genius or make me look stupid. Trev, because there's some the teams twins. available. Just pick the Twins. I'm not picking the Twins. I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm not. Maybe not now. Maybe my last pick just for fun, like Jake does, like win win. Um, so I could pick the Reds, who have just kind of like oh. captured the baseball world by storm. Everyone knows what I feel about their starting pitching. We don't need starting pitching, bro. Look at our offense. Okay, chill out, bro. You're not going to score 11 <laughs> runs a game. They might. They might. They might. Jeez, they, do. <laughs> <laughs> they could just do it. They could just do it. They're they're so much fun to watch. Uh, the San Francisco Giants. I feel the same way. They're kind of just like a winning machine. They're going to win series. We like everything about the organization. The young guys have come up and really helped. Um I don't love young teams, even though this year seems like if you got a young, fast team, you're going to win a bunch of ball games. The Diamondbacks are the same way. I'm not picking any of those dang teams right here. I'm I'm focused on uh, positive regression, mm. and I don't even know if that's an, a real term. Is it just regression? I would say you have to like regression to, to the sit. mean. Yeah, but in a good way. Yeah, so do you have to say positive? I guess so, yeah, positive regression. Whatever. <laughs> I'm taking the San Diego Padres here, okay? Whoa. Whoa. Yes, yes. Whoa. The pitching has been too good, okay? Um, the struggle for this team has been offense. They're 20th in the league in runs scored, but there's too much talent offensively for that to continue. I got in my mind, I got an offensive explosion ready to happen with the San Diego Padres. And if they can, I mean, they're look at what they're doing right now. Like they are looking up. They're in fourth place in the NOS 38 and 46. Like they have to go. There's they're not trading anyone. They have all these guys. They're just like the Braves. Everyone's locked up. It's not looking as pretty as the Braves, but like they're not going anywhere. They just sign these guys to like 10-year deals, dude. So this they're going to be there. What's to say they're not going to add? Preller is like a freaking, that's all he wants to do is that I don't know how they're going to do it, but he'll find a way to make it happen. And not even that. I just expect some of these guys to start hitting the ball better. I mean, right now, if you kind of just look at their offense, I'd mention their 20th in run score, which is kind of like the end-all, be-all metric. Got to score runs. Runs per game probably is a little bit better. They're, I think they're really poor in that, like three-point-something runs per game. That's not going to get it done. Juan Soto has been going off. People mention him. Could he be traded? I just, not with a year and a half. You just don't need to do that right now. I don't I don't think you have to do it. If you think you can come back at all this year, you keep Juan Soto. If next year he's not going to sign back with you, which he probably is not going to sign an extension, I don't believe. He'll wait to test free agency. You can find the, the trade market in the offseason or later. 
But it's Fernando Tatis Jr. going off with a 140 OPS. And then right below him is Hassan Kim, who's not really an offensive guy. Like, where are you at, Xander? Where are you at, Manny Machado? Jake Cronenworth, where are you? Like, these guys are going to get better. Their baseball cards suggest it. So I'm going to take them to just play some better ball. Match what your pitching staff has done. Offensively, if they get it going, I think there's going to be a big second half for the Padres. I did not realize how good the Padres rotation has been despite the team yes. being bad, man. They have a like yes. a really good one through four right now, like a playoff contender one through four. And there is a world where they could sell. Like at Blake Snell is a free agent. Josh Hader, free agent at the end of the year. Nelson Cruz, let's go. Um, but... Like when you when you talk about the Padres and the Mets who have had like eerily similar seasons and spending big and disappointing, one of them's got to go, right? It can't just yeah. be the end for both of them. And I'm not going to be a homer on talking baseball and pick my Mets. So with the Padres, yeah, if you have your All Star core four and only half of them are hitting, you'd expect the other half to eventually start hitting. And I know Machado has been injured and Xander, I don't really have an answer, but yeah, there's just no way this talented team is going to sell at the deadline and then just fade into obscurity. And even if it's not this year, like you said before, all these guys are locked up for the foreseeable future. Eventually things will click and the Padres will be back in the conversation, but they are a risky pick. They're a risky pick. And, and if they get off to like a, a really bad, or they end before the All Star. This last week coming up, um, if they just go and have a horrible week, like maybe that changes their mind, and maybe they do trade those guys, and they say let's just revamp next year. We, but they just they went all in. You can't tra- yeah. trade now, dude. Like, yeah, I, I just don't see that happening. I was ready to to consider them with one of my final two picks coming up. J- just one thought they'd be there for me. Two. Like you said, I I don't see them selling, and they're too goddamn talented to just keep being this. Uh, so I figured second half they gotta at least be okay. But don't know if they'll be good enough to get back to the playoffs. But I mean, an important thing if we're talking about schedule is that their path to the deadline is a little deadly because they have Angels who have been playing good ball the Mets who are essentially the same team as them right now, and then away for Phillies and Toronto. And then you get a little bit of a Rangers right before the deadline. So prove it. Step it it up. You got to prove it. Step it up. Interesting. I like that pick, Trev. That's a good one. My risky pick of the day. It's weird. That 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 one has the chance to go bad, but I, I wanted to pick them too. So let's recap. First overall pick Astros. Then it was the Dodgers. Then it was the Braves. Mm-hmm. Then it was Tampa. Then it was the Guardians. Then Philly and San Diego. So we are right now seven picks into this draft. Five and I got ago. the eight. And I kind of want to get kooky again. You want to bring some kook to the mix. I kind of want to be But kooky. what about the Reds? <laughs> I'm not picking the Reds. I don't. I really don't think I am. If And if they prove us wrong, then cool. I'm down. I'm, I'm excited about... Everything I've seen from the I'm Reds. done with central teams. I, already, I did my central team. I'm good. All right. You can't double up. On I the can't central. double up on the central. That's crazy. There are good teams to be had here. There, The Diamondbacks are here. The Giants are here. The Baltimore Orioles are here. The Yankees are here. Blue Jays. 
Mm. <sighs> a lot to choose from. But I'm going to go a little bit kooky. I am going to win over some talking baseball haters. And I'm going to go with a team that has been bit in the ass, pardon my French, by injuries. They were doubted heavily going into the season and have still stayed afloat. And I think that they could shock some people in the second half because I don't think that they're going to give up on this season despite the fact that they are currently oh. in last place. And I am going to select the Boston Red Sox with the seventh Oof. pick in this draft. The Red Sox are due to get back Trevor Story this month as their DH, which I think is a much bigger deal than some people are making it out to be. Chris Sale advancing very quickly in his rehab could be back by early August. He was really good after his first bad three starts. They got the 10th easiest strength of schedule remaining. They have 13 games against the A's and the Royals. That's a spot where you can go 10 and three and really change the trajectory of your season. I mentioned it before path to the deadline is important with some of these middling teams. Their path Rangers scary. Sure. A's Cubs A's Mets. That seems like a formula to maybe get four or five games over 500 and convince yourself that you could be a buyer. And if the Red Sox buy, there's a lot of pieces they can add that will really shape up their team because they got star talent in areas where it matters. The main thing, as it always kind of has been, has been the rotation. If they can get good starting pitching, I truly believe this team can be a wild card team. The tough part is you play in the AL East. It helps that you've gone 12 and one against the Yankees and the Blue Jays, who are the two teams right in front of you that you are trying to jump. It's a risky pick, but I kind of believe in the Boston Red Sox and they got through the tough part with all those injuries. And I think that that's going to matter in the second half. That is not who I thought you were going to say. I thought you were going to go with the Cardinals. And I was just like, whoa, that no, blows up the I'm whole the episode. Out You're out, everyone's out on the Cardinals. I like it. I like it. And I think, you know, we see this team and the offensive potential. And you mentioned that this it has been the starters. Bayo's looked incredible. Paxton's looked really good. Hunter yeah. um, Crawford, I think, is another guy that's like holding his own in the rotation. But then other than that, Jolly, it's it's a dicey pick because you're banking pick. on Chris Sale coming back. Maybe somebody else like figuring some stuff out. But um, and then maybe they have to add. I I. I'm into it. I, I like rooting for the Red Sox because I do feel like consistently they, they're underrated or like kind of like just not talked about enough in this division in particular, in this year in particular. And they are in last place, so I guess that makes sense. Um, but I like the strength of schedule we just talked about. And I think that some of these guys on this roster, and this could just be in my mind. I feel like there's a lot of guys that like play with a chip on their shoulder yeah. and kind of like where they're at right now. And they could be talking amongst themselves being like, we're going to go get this dang thing in the second half. And that's what this show is all about right now. So I like it. Yeah. I mean, it's not a, uh, I don't like rooting for the Red Sox. <laughs> uh, it's not a, <laughs> what teams are going to make the playoffs draft. It's, it's about just racking up wins and making a push. Uh, and I, I, I don't see that zero for them. 
I believe in the core of this lineup, they get five dudes OPS in over 800, which I think is any team's best formula for winning games. But yeah, if this is going to pan out, they got to buy at the deadline and they got to get a starter because there's not many guys to take up those innings. But I'm telling you, if this is a team where if you can get five from your starter, you have a shot at winning every day. Yeah. If the Red Sox yep. can do that, I'm not going to bet against them. I'm looking at where they're ranked right now offensively in some of these categories because I do like the lineup a lot. Okay, yeah, they're they're a top tier offense right now, and in a lot of a lot of metrics, eighth in runs, uh, sixth, or excuse me, seventh in OPS. Okay, I like it, Jolly. Not who I thought you were going to say. Let's have fun, guys. Come on, let's have fun. But what about the Reds? But what about the Reds? Close Red Sox. The Giants fans are going to be all over. Oh, they're upset. The Beavers. Oh no, you got two picks (laughs) here to end your draft. Two picks here, and I think I found one of them. Because there's some, I'm going to have to take, there's an element of I feel like, am I playing this too safe? Do I, is that what, am I, was gonna, I, ha- I, am I having you zero fun with this draft? I don't get on here very um, often. I got to have fun, you know? Got to have yeah. fun. I think my final two picks fall under the safe-ish category, but the first of these picks I'm going to make, there's some risk-reward there. And Reds fans are going to hate me. I'm, I think I'm going to take the Milwaukee Brewers. Whoa, not what I was expecting um, at all. I think I'm going to grab them with this pick. It'll make my last pick, I think, look better. Um, you can game the graphic there a little bit. <laughs> uh, Gaming the graphic. That's what I Tell me for. why, Jolly. Or excuse me, uh, Beavers. Tell me why. They are still currently in a, in a playoff or one game out of a playoff spot in the mix. They are close behind. They are, they are tied for the division lead. So one game back of a wild card spot. Um, they are the team coming into this year. You were picking between them or the Cardinals and they've for the most part been the team we think they'll be. And there's some upward. We expected a, just a little more from them. They've been over the last several years, one of the better run organizations um, I believe them to make some smart ad at the deadline. Don't know what it will be. Uh, they they just have some some natural. I think they'll keep going. They'll, they'll at least they'll at least be this good in the second half. And if another team fully takes over, whether that's the Reds or someone else comes in and surprises us, sure. Um, that that division can be taken from them, but I think they will at least be pretty good. They got a lot of interdivision games still to play. Ten mm. against the Cubs, nine against the Reds. What about the Reds, Beavers? <laughs> I know. I, I, this is an I interesting pick for me because I, I, every year we want them to add a right. bat at the deadline, and every year I feel like we're pretty much disappointed. Right now the offense still isn't really there. 24th in runs, 27th in OPS. Yelly's had a decent year. He's kind of doing his thing a little bit. Um they're like uh, here's I'll give you some I'll give you some positives for your pick, okay? Uh 17 and 13 in their last 20. Mm, um, they've beat up on the teams they need to beat up on. They play really well against teams under 500. Uh 14 and 5 in one run games. Mm. Uh, which you'd kind of expect from a Brewers team. I feel like they're that's kind of their type of baseball. I just 
I put a lot of stock into the Brewers almost every single year, and I kind of get disappointed every single year. Feels like we so get this like eighty an... cents on the dollar back. It's like, <laughs> yeah. All right, we didn't. I didn't. I didn't lose all my money, but this didn't and overperform. When they're good, it's so fun. There's great fans in Milwaukee. It's a great ballpark. I, I, I think this is a really fun team. We know some of the guys, you know, on the squad. Uh, when Willie Adamas is going, I don't think there's a hotter guy in baseball. Yeah, like when Corbin he's going Burns off, having just fun, in like he's... that seat Jolly's in, and he mm. kind of got me going a little bit. Missed him. Like, Sad about it. Brewer. So here's you, the thing: you did your central pick, which I I think is is good. Trev, you had something? Yes. You want to play the OPS plus game? You know, we like guys over a hunch. Yeah, we like a lot of the guys guy, over guys who preferably are like well. five or six on your team. The Braves have thirty uh, right yeah, now. Braves have forty. They have three. Christian Yelich is the tops with a one twenty three sitting at eight oh eight OPS. Decent year. Good for Yelly. Decent year. William Contreras one oh nine. Owen Miller one oh three. Hey, catcher spot. We've talked about the value you can get added there by that guy being competent. I, the thing that worries me is that I don't think they're going to add even though this is kind of a, it's a scary year for the Brewers because the future is a little uncertain with some of their bigger pieces. But yeah. I really liked the offseason they had. I thought Winker would bounce back. I thought Telez would keep doing his thing. And those two haven't gone. Willie Adamas is hitting 203. And what do you bet on more? Do you bet on those things to turn around or for things that have gone right to go wrong. Cause like Julio Tehran is their best starter right now. Wade Miley. Insane. Nobody ever talks about those two guys. And like yeah. those, that's yeah. their one too. Do you expect that to continue personally? I don't, but it's also, are you betting on the brewers or the reds to win the central? My brain kind of says brewers. My heart definitely says reds. Oh, hearts are on the reds yeah. around baseball. What about the reds? So I, I like the pick if you're going to yeah. make a central pick, but it's not where I thought you were going to go. Honestly, the, the flip side to what we're saying on the pitching end, Corbin Burns clearly has another level. Yes. He can, he can catch Freddie Peralta. I think we all believe in to have some more juice in there. Even Adrian Hauser. I think he, he's been okay, but he is more in the tank there. Uh, they can go I mean, their bullpen. The guys on the list look pretty good, so so there's a, a tier there. Rowdy and Willie Adamas, I do believe in to do more. Oh, Winker, I was hoping for a bounce back. The numbers haven't been good yet. We like him, though. He was really nice when mm. he was on this uh, this show. So I think there's enough guys that have like big bounce back potential and like another level they, they should be able to get to the rest of the way. Uh, that we've seen That's them a ballsy pick. That's a ballsy pick. Couple it's ballsy, ballsy picks pick. this round. I like it. We got a, we got Kooky in the third, but you know that we're at a point in the draft. We're gonna all have to make a ballsy pick, and I think last round. And I think last round with my last pick, it's less ballsy. Uh, I will take the Texas Rangers. Okay. Uh, while I do believe in Houston, they have a great chance to catch them. I don't. I don't think it's because the Rangers are gonna fall off a wagon or something. They're a team with a lot of guys, and they're an organization with a ton to prove. They've already done one big trade. They needed to to firm up that bullpen. They add a role to Chapman this mm-hmm. weekend, get the trade juices flowing. Um, I'm, I'm taking the Texas Rangers. We've been on them basically since they proved anything to start this year. That team pitches and hits. Uh, yeah. They're really good. And they have one of the... 
10 easiest schedules remaining this year based mm. on the, the website I'm looking at. So 23rd hardest schedule, which would be 7th or 8th easiest. Math. So I am on the Texas Rangers uh, to, to, I think, shore up my, my Brewers pick. I like That's it. an excellent pick. Yeah, I mean. And you get him in the last round, that been. helps the graph. <clears throat> yeah. You game the system. Look at this. Look at, I mean, look, Beavers. This is why the, and this is <clears throat> a second half show mm. we're talking about. Not what you've done, what you're going to do, but what they've done is so impressive. Second in OPS, third in whip for their starters, sixth in whip for their relievers, and they just added Chapman, like you said. So this is, we talk about the Braves kind of like being a wagon. I mean, statistically, this is wagon-esque. Yes. And what they've been able to do is very, very, very impressive. Egg all over my face. I said, I got to see how this clubhouse comes together and all these guys, how they mix. Well, they mix great. It's like a fucking Long Island iced tea. It's disgusting (laughs) when you actually think about it. But when you put it together, it actually tastes really good. And doesn't, it gets you doesn't taste like up. any of this bad stuff. <laughs> yeah. They've I mean, been, and they've had, you know, we all kind of didn't notice. They've been sneaky eh, since June. So they've gotten some bad out of their system. They identified that and have already begun to add. And they're a hungry, hungry team. They've got some guys locked in long term that want to contend. Their lineup is so good, man. They're so good. They're one through eight are all 120 OPS plus or better. 120. Like, yes. is, is uh, honest question, I, I don't even know if I can say that, but like, is their lineup better than the Braves right now? Because like, that's that's a fun World Series matchup if you're an objective fan and just want to see two teams slug it out. But they're also pitching really well without DeGrom. Like, Nate Eovaldi is a Cy Young candidate. Like, no exaggeration. 17 starts, 2-6-4, 10 wins, two complete games. Andrew Heaney's been good. Dane Dunning, who they got for Lance Lynn, has been excellent. I'm not going to bet against this team. The one thing that that stood out to me, they're 21-22 and against winning teams. So they got to start beating the mm-hmm. big boys in the American league. They're going to get some of those matchups. Yeah. They do have an easier schedule in the second half, but they still got seven with Houston and you're not going to win the West unless you beat Houston. And I think they lost two or three this weekend. If I'm not mistaken. I think so. They're they've still, or is there one more, but I think there's, I think they might have a wrap round. I think I saw today. The Rangers are really Houston, good. But they're good. I mean, that's, <laughs> and they get a Houston series out of the way before the second half. Yeah. So, Hey, 21, what did you say? 20 and 21, 21 and 22 against teams. Or I, I, that's not that bad. It's that's not bad. Like, I don't Definitely think it's not. something you say, Hey, that's ruining their season. Because if you put, play 500 ball against those teams and beat up on the, the lesser teams, you're going to have a really good season. I mean, right now, the, the teams you'd expect to be good are good in that metric 28 and 17 for the Rays, 26 and 16 for the Braves. And then mm-hmm. there's the Giants sitting there at 23 and 18 against teams above 500. So, I like the pick. It's a value pick. If you've ever seen a value pick, you know how to game the graphic. Beavers has done these drafts before. Mm. I like it. So nice, nice draft for Beavers. To recap for you, you went Braves, you went Tampa, mm-hmm. then you went Milwaukee. Milwaukee, which was the head scratcher a Whoa. little bit, and then you redeemed yourself that's my, that's my with big the chance, Rangers. Sir. You were you were playing the graphic game. I think you were thinking of it. So you have just taken all the good teams 
Plus, and then the Brewers. <laughs> yeah, and then you take one. We're just gonna have to take one chance. And I knew I wanted an NL if I was gonna go Rangers at the end, so I didn't want to like double up on on another AL East. Um, I don't know. So I, I got right. I got to go safe to end here. I think because I've had a there's, funky draft. There's three teams. Yeah. There's three teams who are, three teams. people are gonna yell at us if they don't get taken. Honestly, I think and there's there's as high as to. I think there's as high as five teams that you could that you could possibly. Take um, I think like 27 fan bases. One of them might not have a fan base that were that really <laughs> fucks with our show or any show. Let's talk about the Marlins. Um. So Trev teased it a little bit because I think I'm going to lean towards one of the team that teams that have played much better ball recently. They have a good record against winning teams and they're right in the middle of that dog fight in the West. I'm sorry to any snakes fans out there because I'm not taking the Arizona diamondbacks for my last pick. I'm going to take the San Francisco giants. I want to get a little NL blood in here. They have the 16th uh, easiest or I guess hardest. They're right in the middle for their strength of schedule remaining. Um, but the interesting thing with me is that they have 10 games against the Rockies, seven games against the A's and Nats, and then seven against Trevor Plouffe's San Diego Padres, which I think will be very interesting um, because who knows? Maybe the Padres have sold by then. Uh, the Giants, though, looking very, very good. I really like what they've done with their rotation. The lineup is a little bit interesting because a lot of trust is being placed in some of the younger guys, but I don't know if you guys have watched Patrick Bailey play baseball. He is very, very good at baseball. Mm. Tyro Estrada doing his thing. Uh, Conforto, they should get back soon. He's injured. I like a lot of the pieces here. I don't know if they're going to win the National League West. I'd still put my my money on the Dodgers there, um, but I would not bet against the bullpen that's got Camilo Duvall, Tyler Rogers, all those names back there, Jacob Junis, who Jimmy really likes. Um <laughs> Don't know the origin there. And then their team rankings right now kind of all either top 10 or top 15. So they're a very well-rounded team, which I I think works in their favor as well. And uh, I just got to watch them play against my Mets. And we did take the series, but I do still think that if the Giants put their best guys out there and had everyone healthy, uh, they look like a much better team than they did last night on Sunday Night Baseball. So they're going to be my last pick. Get some National League blood in there. Uh, Almost went Diamondbacks, but ended up going San Francisco. I watched that series between those two teams and it was like so much fun and just good baseball being played. And whenever I talk about the Giants, I'm like, you know, it's hard to put your finger on, you know, why they've been able to be good. They're kind of, Mm. it's, it's spread out throughout the team. Like you have yeah, high leverage, really good end of the bullpen options. Um, And then, you know, I'll mention some offense pieces and then the things that Giants fans will always say is, you don't even know about the young guys that have come up and what they've done for our team. And you didn't need them. I'm like, okay, dude, the young guys have come up and provided some energy, a jolt, if you mm. will. Bailey. Yes. He's been fantastic. Who was supposed to be their guy was a Bart. Joey right? Bart. Was he was supposed guy. to come up and be posy. And then you got Sable who was there kind of as like an extra catcher, but he's been all over the place playing a little bit of outfield as well. But I like it. They just win games. Yeah. And I think, I think that they're, I think that they're coached well. I think that some of these young guys that come up and, and provided a spark. I think there's enough veteran leadership for them to go and do things uh, to keep them like on course throughout a 162. So I like it. There's a lot of there's a lot of reasons why the Giants are good. They they need a starter, I think, because Logan Webb's been Logan Webb. Alex Cobb's been really good, like all star candidate worthy. Um, but if they're going to add, I think that's where they're going to add. I think they're going to get another big name at the top of their rotation to help out uh, their bullpen. That's been pretty good. 
Yeah, I um, I do like the Giants and a lot of their a lot of their players. They're a team that I've been I've had a weird bias against a lot of this year because I like a lot of what they do. They had the most pieces I would have been interested in a team. I don't know, like the Yankees, uh, looking into at a deadline if they fell apart and they just never fell apart. So I've been kind of mad at them for being too good, mm. and, and I've uh, so that's they've been a little bit of a dark spot for me. Uh, I, I could not bring myself to draft. It's a little recency bias for me. Off. Just watched them play, but I like the way they look. I think they're good. <laughs> and they've it's been an extended period of good play. Yep. So like Last pick. I should have thought about this as I went one overall. <laughs> that all of this shows um, what word am I looking for? Credibility is on my hands now because here's some teams that we haven't taken in this draft: the Baltimore Orioles, who right now. Um, are sitting at 49 and 33 with a 598 winning percentage. Toughness. Say what you want Toughness. about one of the hardest schedules. Their left. team and their roster, they have a hard schedule. Sometimes you look at their pitching staff, you're like, okay, we'll see. But this is a team that just wins games. Uh, we have the Miami Marlins, who have not been picked. We have the Cincinnati Reds, two upstart teams who have kind of come out of nowhere and just done really, really well as mm-hmm. of late. The Yankees. Have not even been mentioned. We're getting Carlos Rodon back. The thing I think that scares everyone is what's the time t- timeline on Judge? Until I have that, I can't. I can't feel good about it. You know. You think the Blue Jays will be in the conversation? They're sitting at forty-five and forty. All that talent on that roster. They should be. It should be. A, they should have a better record. Yep. They should be playing better ball. And I've seen them play, and they are a really good team. And I don't. So sometimes it's just baseball happens. Yeah. So I have the credibility of the show in my hands right now. Come on, Trev. Come on. I know where your heart is. I know where it is. I'm not picking the Mariners. Okay. Sorry, you guys. I'm <laughs> out on you. Are they dead? Are they dead? Nope. Fuck. I don't know. Would Maybe. Cool. Maybe they're not. That feels like the Angels are another team that I'm heavily considering with my pick because Mike Trout just came out and said the best thing that we can do to keep Shohei is make the freaking playoffs. If that is not a message to your front office to go make sure we make the playoffs, yeah, it's ticking. The clock is ticking. And I don't know what if this if the best player. So far in franchise history is telling you that you better listen. Now, Shohei is maybe he's not going to have enough time to be the best player in franchise history. Oh, I'm all over the place right now, guys. Overwhelmed by choice, man. You got too uh, many good options here. It's like I'm at Cheesecake Factory (laughs) and I open the menu up. And what are you you supposed to do? Too extensive a menu. (laughs) uh, while While you do your final thinking, I can discuss the Yankees a little bit. Like, I. In consideration, because like I don't know, they survived. They had one good month. They survived the two other months, and the, and the, I think they should have at least one more good month in the second half on the plate for them. No idea when Judge is back. They on paper can survive and be, go five hundred and not fall apart. Um, I didn't believe in them more than the teams I picked in the second half. So the New York Yankees have twenty games against the combination of the Rays, Orioles, and Astros. Yeah, they haven't done any Astros yet. Spooky. They're 
Yankees are such a mind bender uh, as a t- as a guy that that takes them in every single. Trev, pick the Twins. Come on. I'm not picking the Twins. I'll tell you who I want to pick. <laughs> I want to pick the Baltimore Orioles. As, as like between it. them and Rangers last. That's between uh, them and Giants. Last last. Week. I like the Baltimore Orioles. I like their lineup a lot. I like the way they can score runs. I mentioned that I'm I've I've been just I'm iffy on the starting pitching, but sometimes you just don't need it if you just get a little bit of length. Doesn't have to be great, you know. Bullpen's been really good for them this year. And like, are they gonna add? That's that's my that's the one thing. I want to look to the future and say, are you going to add and really go for it? That was like the deciding factor for me because I don't think that they're going to add like an impact piece. I think this is the team and this team could get to the playoffs assuredly, but I think this is the roster. They played 40, they're at 49 and 33. How much room is there to improve on that record Mm -hmm. is also what I'm considering. I think right now I'm considering the Orioles and the Reds. And I'm going to go with the Orioles. Okay. Okay. I'm going to go with the Orioles. Um, gosh, it pains me to not pick the Reds because I know what they're going to say in the comments. They're just going to go after our credibility. But this is a, I'm trying to win this draft, people. And I've talked to my boy Kyle Gibson about this locker room, about this clubhouse. Uh, and I know the Reds probably have a great clubhouse as well. It really seems like they do. Um, but I'm, I'm going to take the Orioles to, to continue their winning ways. Uh, I like this lineup a lot. I do. I mean, their, their bullpen is so good. I mean, they just got named multiple All-Stars for the first time since I think 2016. That year could be wrong, but... Uh, as a team, multiple all-stars? As a team, as a multiple all-stars. And I think they have like four because it was Austin yeah. Hayes and Adley. They have but multiple in the bullpen before any replacements. Yenier Cano, Felix Bautista, that's a formula. Especially if you add one more reliever on top of that. I mean, that is, that's hard because it's like what I said with the Red Sox. If you can get five from your rotation, who, by the way, there have been some nice standouts in that rotation. Tyler Wells has been really, really good this sure. season. I think he still leads baseball in whip, if I'm not mistaken, which Trev, I know you love whip. Yeah, zero point eight eight five. Tyler Wells. How about that? So they got pieces. They're a good. They're a good team. Gibby, go. Let's go, man. Take this team to the promised land. Win me this draft. Uh, <laughs> let's let's just do a recap real quick. Mm. Mm-hmm. It went Astros. It went Dodgers. It went Braves. It went Tampa. It went Guardians. It went Phillies. Oh, excuse me. We're doing wraparounds. Sorry. It went Astros, Dodgers, Braves, Tampa, then Milwaukee. And then the guard. Am I totally messing this up? <laughs> that I mean, that's the order we did. I, your team, your teams, Trev. You had Astros, Phillies, Padres, Orioles. Jolly. You had Dodgers, Guardians, Red Sox, Giants. Fuck. And I had the Braves, Rays, Brewers, and Rangers. I believe we all all three of us got two AL, two NL. That's love cute. that. Good for us. I like that a lot. We love um, all teams and all leagues. I think notable omissions would be. Diamondbacks, definitely. Diamondbacks, Blue Jays. They're going to be so mad at us. Diamondbacks, Reds, Blue Jays, Yankees. Although I think we all agree. We don't know when Judge is coming back. Trev, you kind of inspired me with that Angels talk too. I was kind of surprised you didn't pick them. I was, I was getting inspired. That was like my thought process the whole time. Picking the Angels at the last pick. Picking the Angels at the last pick because they have the incentive to go out there and just be this juggernaut. But I, I don't know, man. I thought about I thought about them there, with one of my later picks, and 
too many of us on this show have gotten burned by buying Angel's stock, and I yeah. I don't need to be the first one to nail it. No twins. No twins. No Marlins. Are you guys going to add a bat? Are the twins going to add a bat? I don't think so. I think they might just draw from within. They have some guys at AAA waiting there. Jorge Polanco needs to come back. A lot of stuff happening. But that's a great draft right there. Second half draft. Let's get some snaps to ourselves. Hope you guys enjoyed that. We're going to end this show quickly because I do have to go to baseball today. Oh, yeah. I want to give a little story. Uh, Teddy's been playing on his all-star team, and we're going to these tournaments, and you see all sorts of dads. You see the – my favorite dad, I think, is the dad that like sets up like it's a freaking tailgate. They all got their easy ups. They got the tables. They got like they're like grilling meat. They they're just making a setup of it. I love that. These are the all in dads. They're just there to have a good time. Love that about them. Uh, another round of dads is like kind of like living vicariously through their son dads. Don't love these ones. They're like yelling and mm. they're like really really invested in the game and the outcomes. Mind you, these are seven year olds. Uh, don't love those dads, but there's a lot of them. Uh, the third dads are the coach dads who, you know, there's a mixed bag for me there. Uh, some of the coaches are really good. I played against a team in this tournament. I'm not going to say when, so you guys can't go research it. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't love the way they approached the game. Mm. I didn't love the way they were talking to their players. Didn't love the way they were talking to our players. It's like, come on guys. Like this is, it wasn't fun. I ha- I bit my tongue. Guys, I was ready to say some things to them, but it's like lose-lose situation for me. I just have to stay even keeled at the baseball park. Now, the last group of dads who, man, I've never seen them before. It's a new group of dads for me. I'm going to call them the alpha dads. <laughs> we're, we're out there, and it's hot, man. Sun's out. All of a sudden, I look over, and I see a shirtless dad. Oh. And then I see another shirtless dad. And then I see a gaggle of shirtless dads. About six of them. <laughs> is this coordinated? I, my first thought was, whoa, guys, like what is going on? And then I saw something that made me change my mind. All the moms looking over at the shirtless dad. <laughs> and these guys... Give them credit. They look good. It's the year of the dad bod. So we're like, you know, me and a couple of dads on the team are like, hey, like, what the? We're like getting out alpha right now. We have our shirts on. Tarps are on. Their tarps are off. And all the moms are looking at it. And they're all like, oh, that's that's weird. Why do they have their shirts off? I'm like, well, you're looking. They're getting what they want. Turns out these guys were from like Seal Beach. So they're beach going dads. They're used to having their shirts off, but they just totally alpha the rest of us. It made me think, <laughs> do I have to take my shirt off? But then if I take my shirt off, now I'm copying them. So I can't do that. I'm in a hole. My hands are tied. You guys win the tournament. I mean, you got to save the shirt off pole for like when the team's down eight, nothing and they need something. Me and this one guy, uh, Coach James, I call him, we were going to take tarps off and get out there and try to like, you know, he's a good looking dude. He's in shape. My body's okay right now. I'm not in prime physical feet, but like we oh. lost the game, bro. There was too many of them. The rest of the dads on our team probably couldn't pull it off. It would have so been shirtless dads, man. Shirtless dads, shirtless dads blue moons in. in hand. That's all uh, you need. They probably enjoyed some blue moons. Mm. 
Shout out Seal Beach. Beavers, hit the music. What a way to end the show. I don't get out alpha that often. And I'm not and I'm not trying to alpha anybody, but these guys just they made me think. They made me think. Jake sucks. Yeah, Thinking about real. shirtless dads now. I thought of Jake when I saw the shirts off. I was like, God, Jake would love these guys. Jake might as well be a dad. He's a good draft. Hey, people, second half is coming up. All-Star game's coming up. Go get your tickets. Uh, We're in Seattle. Everyone on this show. 